Welcome back to the Smokers Lounge. Today we're talking about, um, maybe it depends who's listening. Uh, this is a fun one, but also potentially a controversial one in that the focus is how to convince your spouse to let you get into meat smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Straight it, up manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This, <laughs> this is the passive aggressive deceptive episode. Um, one of the things that's interesting about meat smoking is that it's kind of out there in terms of if somebody says, like, perfect example. Uh, my wife tells people, oh, yeah, you know, Matt's into meat smoking. And they're like, huh? What does that mean? Is that yeah. like is it like grilling? She's like, well, depends who you ask. No, it's different. So yeah. it's not this, this commonly known thing. If you say barbecue, people will have maybe false presumptions as to what that means, but at least there's some context for it. So, um, you know, we'll start with you. What, what was it that, uh, I guess... I don't want to go as far to say allowed you to get into meat smoking, but really, I mean, you don't want to get into a hobby that's going to be completely the antithesis of something your wife wants. It's just going to be problematic the entire route. So, yep, 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 yep. Well, uh, number one, my wife uh, loves to do crafty things. She loves to, you know, mill about the house and mm-hmm. rearrange things and do cutesy things. She doesn't love to stop and prep a meal and clean okay. the kitchen. Okay. And so if uh, if I step up to the plate uh-huh, yeah. uh, and say, hey, you know what, babe, why don't I do a couple meals a week? She hears ding, 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 yeah. more time for me. Yeah. I also yeah. like to step up and say, babe, I'm starting to feel that I'm getting older. I can't fry everything. Yeah. You know, maybe we should start just like natural cooking some stuff because it is yeah. a very natural way to prepare it. Yeah. And that was ringing her bells as well. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I've never heard of the health argument associated with uh, meat smoking. <laughs> oh, baby. It is. Well, you're not frying it. Sure. You're not slathering it with yeah. anything. I mean, unless it's, you know, just like vinegar sure. and some spices. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it makes me laugh because really when I got into it, everything I read, you know, oh, put the fat up because it bastes the meat and, you know, all these things. Yeah. Use fatty cuts. And I'm thinking, man, this is the unhealthy healthiest, best tasting hobby ever. Yeah. But really what I realized is that it doesn't have to be. One of the things I absolutely love is smoking fish. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I mean, honestly, even if you put a bunch of butter on fish, it's still fish. I mean, it's still healthier than a lot of other options yeah. that are out there. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good call. I like that. Any other uh, approaches that you used or is uh, that the big one appeal to the, heel, the health? So the health of it, you know, yeah. it can be a healthier option or more natural option. Uh, and then I'll cook a few meals a week. Yeah, is that yeah. that the bulk of it? That was those were my two biggies. Yeah, and then it was just the steady drip, and I would check something <laughs> out online, or we'd <laughs> swing sure. through a store, sure. or you know, just any other technique you would use to right. get a new gaming system or a new yeah, TV sure, or whatever sure. that is. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I did, and this is a, this might be a weird perspective for some people, but um, I, I honestly believe that a backyard smoker like somebody who's who's smoking in the backyard uh, can produce as good of or maybe even better food than most barbecue restaurants yes and I think it's a weird stance to take because there are people out there who know tremendously uh, tremendously more than I do yeah uh, and uh, about barbecue about managing a pit whatever all of yeah. these things they've been in the business but it's kind of like when you get something custom made you know exactly. it, it's I can say I know that even even the last episode talking about wood, that's a perfect example because most restaurants are going to appeal to the broadest amount of people and yep. they're not going to oversmoke it no. uh, and they're not going to probably vary tremendously from what they're using. So, uh, you know, they're probably going to use hickory, whether it be the only the only wood or 
the main compliment, mm -hmm. but hickory is going to be prevalent because that's the most popular one. Well, what if I prefer mesquite? Or what if I prefer apple? Or what if I prefer whatever? You know, Alder with all, yeah, fish. Alder, the one that I was so upset that we forgot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cover that in the fish episode, don't worry. Um, but it allows you to really customize it. So what I did is I took uh, Amy to a uh, to a barbecue place, and I said, you know, basically, do you enjoy this? You know, does this taste good? She's like, well, yes, it's great. Mm -hmm. So I, well, I'll tell you what. If I get into meat smoking, I can at least replicate this at home. Yeah. And it's kind of a gutsy claim because, you know, I'm, I, I don't say that with like a tremendous amount of arrogance and, oh, yeah, pff, I can do anything that these guys who have been in the industry for ages. You know, that's yeah. not what it's about. It's about, I mean, it's the same thing if you go to McDonald's, you know, no offense to the Golden Arches, but if you go to McDonald's and get a burger yeah, or you put a burger at home, you know, on your thing at home on the grill, it's like, okay. I mean, it's just, yeah, there, it's, there's clearly an advantage that you have in that. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, McDonald's is trying to make billions and billions. Exactly. Not a good burger. They're exactly. trying to make billions of burgers. Sure. And, you know, we're trying to make a great meal for yeah. our friends. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's a social thing, too. And my wife sure. does love having people over. Right. Yeah. So that's a... Yeah, the other thing that's been fascinating to me, and this is even a... This is an after the fact. Like, I wasn't able to use this as my argument because I found it happening, but maybe you can use it as your argument. Um, when a friend of ours is sick or, you know, if they've had a car accident or had a baby, whatever, like there are times in life, there are seasons where, where each of us go through various struggles and things that we're just not as, as capable to do what we're doing. We can't, you know, making meals is, is, is a challenge. I remember when we had our first kid, I'm thinking to myself, I don't get why people give meals to, to people who have kids. It doesn't make any sense. Then we had our kid and I was like, oh, oh man, yeah. this is like... It was the most helpful thing that we got. I mean, more helpful than diapers from to poop in, more helpful than, yeah. than any of these other things. And so what I found is that it's actually my go-to now and how I can help other people. So if a friend of mine either has a baby or, you know, some, some friends of ours aren't, uh, they're under the weather and they have been for a long season. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know what, it'd probably be great to give them a meal. And, and it's not, the thing that's nice about it is it's not like, some cheesy meal like oh yeah we just stopped by you know whatever restaurant and picked you up here's some food yeah it's no this might be the best spiral slice ham you've ever had or hey yeah. here's pulled pork sandwiches with homemade barbecue sauce here's and, and so it's something that's above and beyond kind of the the stereotypical solution and I've actually found that to be tremendous in, yeah. in the way that people appreciate it you know and yeah. again it's not like a you know build your ego through giving things but it's really it's like no this is a great way to yep. to share stuff so you know with that whole community thing and, and having people over, all that stuff. To me, th the meat smoking is such a centerpiece to that kind of stuff. And really, that drives the philosophy of how I view barbecue. Uh, barbecue, for me, is it is a social event, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know, for me, it's not quite as much about the food, and you're like, yeah, it's, it's about for the food. For me, it's yeah. about the food. <laughs> right, so, um, so yeah, that, that, those are two things that I found very helpful. C you know, give, give them something to compare to, because it's kind of an esoteric term for a lot of people. What is meat smoking? I don't get it. Yeah. But but give them something that they can contextualize it, um, and it, it helps if it's a bad barbecue restaurant. You know, I say that quietly, but yeah. you know, if there's a barbecue place in your area and it's not like oh this is lights out, awesome, yeah. <laughs> total leg up on the competition. So uh, so yeah, those are the two things I got. So so yep. yeah, good luck uh, convincing your spouse, and uh, I, I hope it works for Go you. Go get some gear. Mm -hmm.